Hello, friends. This is Derek Kistner, founder and executive director of the Greater Peoria House of Prayer. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Whether you're hearing from me, my wife Mandy, or a trusted leader, it's my hope that it would serve you well in your walk with Jesus. Maybe you're listening at home here in central Illinois, maybe in your vehicle, or even somewhere on the other side of the world. However you're tuning in or wherever you are, it's my prayer that what you hear helps you to love God, His Word, His Spirit, His Church, and the people you interact with each and every day. Thanks again for listening, and may the grace of God fill your heart as you listen to the following message. So it is a uh, true blessing and honor. Um, it's great when you got uh, your son to be able to join you and others' family be able to join us tonight. We're super excited to be with you guys, and I am I'm encouraged to just kind of dive into what I feel like God was giving me to share tonight, and just in in terms of how we can find obedience in the prophetic and being able to connect with the Lord and minister to others and share the heart of the Father uh, in in different ways that would be powerful and meaningful. So, and I've got a few things I want to share and some stories uh, to go along with that and then we'll have some time to be able to pray and minister. And um, If you came tonight and you want to be able to receive some prayer we want to make sure we spend some time doing that before you go so um have you ever felt a nudge a nudge from the lord not a nudge from your neighbor although sometimes we get those two or nudge from our spouse that happens (laughs) certainly comes my wife's good at that the little holy elbow from time to time right so sometimes we might feel a nudge from the Lord to maybe pray for someone or to share maybe a word or a prophecy that God has given us for somebody. Have you ever had that nudge? And then sometimes have you ever walked away from an opportunity? Have you ever felt like, oh, I'm supposed to go and pray for this person or I'm supposed to go encourage this person or maybe express the love of God to this person in some form or fashion only to then turn and walk about a different direction. I will admit that I have done this before. Um, It's humbling when it happens because you like to sit there and think, okay, I am full of faith. I've got this. We are just going to dive right in. No problems. Never going to let fear or worry of what man thinks get in my way. And so it's, it's amazing how often the enemy wants to interfere with the plans of God and just give us any kind of excuse to avoid what he's calling us to do. Remember one time we went to um, join up with another church and do some prayer and ministry training and taking a group out. And we went to a store to see if there were some folks to pray for and anybody that we could could do that with so we had a little group with us and kind of paired up with some people and had a couple of people with me and it's really interesting because sometimes you'll just kind of maybe sense the holy spirit wants you to go talk to someone or approach them and offer to pray for them or maybe the the lord will give you something more specific like here's what to pray for or here's what to share or even you know um it's amazing sometimes 
Sometimes it can be in even a practical manner. And so I remember this, and this was a time we were at a store. We went up to find somebody, and all of a sudden, you know, kind of getting discouraged because you're like, okay, well, there's some people here, but Lord, what are you directing us to do? So I finally saw this cart, shopping cart type of deal, and there was a small child sitting in the top of it, and then there was two um, people, the parents that were there off to the side, and they were kind of had turned away from the cart, you know, for a minute. Like it doesn't take long, right? And so <laughs> I am a father of four, <laughs> and all of a sudden this toddler starts to climb up and stand up in that top of that cart. You know, you ever seen them do that bit where they grab the rail and their feet are like this and they're kind of like wobbling, you know, and you're going, oh no, Humpty Dumpty's about to fall here. Like, this is not a good thing. And so just kind of quickly walked over and approached and said, hey, hey, buddy, you might want to sit down. And it's like, hey, you know, get the uh, parents' attention kind of deal. And they're like, oh my goodness, we had no idea. You know, I don't know how they got the seatbelt thing off or whatever. And so... Just doing that then allowed an opportunity to be able to pray for those people because we struck up a little conversation and one of the people in their group, which we didn't see, even as I approached this small child in the cart to make sure they didn't fall out of the cart, there ended up being a person that was with their group in the aisle next to them that actually had um, an injury that we were able to pray for them. And, um, you know, it was something totally we didn't expect because I couldn't see beyond the point of what was I was able to see. But the Lord knew that there was a person there. Now, I'd love to tell you, like, something miraculous happened in terms of, like, you know, they grew out a limb and it was all awesome. Uh, that didn't happen, however. And, and they had an injury that they... We, we did pray for them. It was a really cool kind of experience. But the biggest thing is they felt the love of God in that moment. And they even said that, you know, like asking if something moved better, that they had they had some form of a, a brace on, but they had limited mobility and they were a little hesitant too, which that's okay. Um, but the cool part was God still used that moment where we were seeking after, you know, his heart for these people. But partnering with the Holy Spirit sometimes will bring revelation. And we, we talked last month about just recognizing that the prophetic, the origin of that, it comes from the Lord. So God is the one that is giving us messages and sharing for others. So you never know exactly what the Lord is going to give you. Or even when he's going to give you something for someone else. Sometimes it happens very unexpectedly. I recently had a time where we were having a conversation. And I felt like I was supposed to give some uh, encouragement for a person to be able to uh, pursue learning about corporations. And being able to get, um, just felt that the Lord was kind of giving encouragement and direction to be involved in that because of what the Lord wanted to do with them. And it kind of came out of a conversation we were having. We weren't even in, it wasn't prayer time, it wasn't ministry time, it wasn't anything like that. It was just a conversation. And all of a sudden, I felt a nudge. 
So a lot of times the Holy Spirit will work in ways that we have to be open to and we have to be available. The more that we move in the gift of the prophetic and just allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, the more freedom we feel to trust what we are being given. So it doesn't matter what the circumstance is that we're in. And that's huge. God is activating our faith to follow him and to be obedient. Okay? So sometimes we have to trust with the Holy Spirit, trust trust his leading, trust the timing of it. We, you know, if, if you're waiting for some sort of a guarantee, I just want to encourage folks. Like sometimes you're like, oh, well, if I just knew the exact birth date of that person, then I would feel comfortable going up and talking to them. Or I would know that I know that I know I'm supposed to share. Well, if we wait for those things, oftentimes we're not going to go. We're going to miss it. But then also, where's the faith in stepping out and taking a risk? What are we putting on the line? And how are we trusting what God is calling us to do? We have to be able to be willing to step out. There have been times that I've experienced prophecy starting with a single word or a single picture, a very simple picture. And sometimes... It is not, nothing more is given or revealed. I've had this happen multiple times. Nothing more is given or revealed until I have um, gone ahead and basically communicated the first part of what I felt like God was showing me or telling me for that particular person. It's almost as if he was saying, okay, I'm giving you this much. And once you step out in faith and take action on what I've shown you, then I'm going to lead you in a particular direction. <clears throat> so we want to make sure that we're, we're seeking his heart in the matter at all times. And if we're doing that, I believe that God is going to give us the words to share, you know, and sometimes if you want to play it somewhat safe and I've, I've used this phrase before myself, you say, Hey, I want to maybe go out on a little bit of a limb here. And just kind of so they know, like, all right, he's not totally sure, but... (laughs) And you take a step of faith to engage in what you sense the Holy Spirit may be doing or leading you to. And then you can share that. There's also been times where I've just... I've flat out missed it, guys. But the more that you take those opportunities, the more that you learn to listen to the voice of God and be able to trust in the Holy Spirit and partner with what the Holy Spirit's doing, the more that connection builds in a stronger manner. And that's what I'm saying. We want to be able to to connect so that we can hear God clearly and be able to recognize what what is God. What's that nudge? What's that prompting? What is it that triggers in us that makes us go, oh, God's trying to speak to me now. And so that we can take that leap of faith. You know, there are times that we may um, just look and ask the Lord, what do you what do you want me to pray? That's a good prayer. All right, God, what do you want me to pray? What do you want me to say? Or what do you what are you doing in this moment in this person's life? See, God is always at work in everybody's life. But we have to be able to listen and follow his instructions. God wants us to connect with him in such a way that he can trust us too with what he's giving us. 
I know there are times, um, there was one time in particular that I felt like the Holy Spirit gave me some instruction. Someone came up for prayer at a ministry time at church, and before I was going to even place a hand on them, I was kind of raising my hand up, and then I stopped, and I was like, oh, how can we pray? And and uh, we started praying, and never I, I felt like the Holy Spirit said, don't put your hand on this person. And oftentimes, you guys probably have experienced this. You know, somebody comes for prayer or ministry, and it's put your hand on the shoulder or something to that effect, and start praying or whatever the Lord shows you or leads you to do. But oftentimes, it would be like that. Well, in this particular instance, it was more of a, okay, don't put your hand on this person. And come to find out with being able to uh, pray for them and, and talk to them, they had actually gone through a situation where they were abused. And so because I listened to the Holy Spirit and didn't go forward in that manner, it was really good because they were able to receive what was being prayed. And they had even said that, you know, this this is very difficult for them. So they communicated that had that connection happened, it would have been harder for them due to the abuse that they had experienced and so, you know, I have seen the Holy Spirit do things that don't often make sense. I remember somebody just simply coming up for prayer one time, and all of a sudden the person standing before me, there's not really much emotion on them at all. And I'm the one that starts to get this welling up of compassion for this person. And all of a sudden, before I know it, tears are streaming down my face. Now, they haven't said anything. And I'm like, whoa. And all of a sudden you just sense the the compassion of God over this person and started praying for them and it and it ended up being a great exchange of being able to encourage them, but for them to know just how much God wanted to express that love and compassion he had for them and it, it just happened to be like, Okay, you're the vessel, right? Like you're the one that God can use anybody in this room. Kids are included in that, by the way. God can use anybody. We have to be obedient. He wants obedient followers. He wants people who are here to listen to his voice. And we can look at, obviously, uh, one example I'm going to touch on tonight just a little bit uh, is one of everybody's favorite prophets. So there was a, a man named Jonah, right? Everybody knows the story of Jonah? God commissioned Jonah to be able to go share the message with the Ninevites to repent from all their wickedness. And Jonah decided, I don't think so. So he wanted to go to Tarshish. He wanted to get away from the Lord. He wanted to get away from God and be able to flee from the assignment. But in doing so, Jonah had quite an experience. And everybody who's read this portion or the book of the Bible or heard the story you know, it's it really um, to be able to read about it would probably not quite do it justice as to experience it. <laughs> and having ever been on any kind of uh, sea that is rough, knowing that this boat was being just absolutely rocked and wrecked, that that would have been a terrifying moment for the other people, and so they had to. They, they cast lots to see, okay, somebody here is in trouble 
and we don't know what's going on. We don't understand it. But all of a sudden, Jonah gets the the lot that is uh, says, you know, hey, you're the person. And I think God sovereignly arranged that. So all of a sudden, he says, yeah, I disobeyed. You're going to have to throw me overboard. And they tried to avoid it at first. And then they ended up obviously having to throw him in. And you know how the story goes from there. He gets swallowed by a great fish, right? Well, even in before that happens, talks about him being able to be in this moment where he is being stirred about in the seas and the waves crashing around him and having all of these challenges before he's actually swallowed by the fish. And we we can read that in the book of Jonah and we can see just how troubled he was during this this whole ordeal that happened. The really wild part is that had he just gone to Nineveh, <laughs> he wouldn't have had to go through the experience of being swallowed and being spit back up. So his disobedience led to this, and, and God was good enough to be able to take him and still use him. Now think about that. This is bad enough. The guy almost drowns. He's in, he's almost shipwrecked. God doesn't give up. He could have, you know, they could have just perished. But no, God saved him so he could still be used to deliver the message that God had intended for him to deliver all along. He didn't give up on him. Even in his disobedience, he didn't give up on him. So God wanted to be able to have him communicate the message of repentance and he wrestled with the thought that God would be willing to forgive such wicked people. You know, this is not quite the veggie tale version where they're slapping each other with fishes and, you know, it's quite humorous. These people were wicked. These people really were very wicked people and so he he looked at them and thought, "Why? Why God? Let's just get it over with." Right? So he still went and he delivered the message, but he still questioned and doubted. He struggled to extend extend the grace of God to these people, these enemies. The irony there, when you think about and examine him going there, is during this time he's saying, these people are wicked people. They should be destroyed. His heart, God is, think about this. As God is sending him to, to bring a message to change the hearts of the people in Nineveh, God is also, at the very same moment, working on his heart as well. Changing his heart, changing his attitude, and confronting the things in him that need to change as well. God is so good that he doesn't give up on us in those moments. And so we're, we're excited to be able to know that, hey, God can redeem anyone. God can take any situation and be able to turn it for his good. Even disobedient messengers, even people who aren't aren't listening. You know, sometimes we even joke in our family, look, God can use anybody to speak. You remember the story of Balaam in the Bible? He even used a donkey. So don't kid yourself. God can use anybody, right? And that's a that's a pretty funny story. Go look that up in the book of Numbers sometime. 
Even though Jonah disobeyed, the Ninevites were spared because they listened to the message and the prophecy that was given regarding their destruction. So they realized, hey, we have to make a change. You know, but the responsibility of the prophet is to deliver the message. The results and what happens after that is up to the Lord and is determined by the response of the person or people who are given that message. Once it's released, that frees up the messenger. That's the job of the messenger, is to deliver it. Oftentimes people equate it to the mailman delivering a message in the mailbox, right? Once they put it in there, they let go. Okay, now it's yours. What are you going to do with that letter? Are you going to read the letter? Are you going to throw the letter away? What are you going to do with it? You know, the post person has delivered the mail. Now, what are you going to do? So we want to be able to look and see what God is doing. And we have to be willing to be obedient, even if it's a little bit out there for us. Even if we're not sure exactly what God may be up to. One of the stories I like, um, it's a kind of older story, but I think it proves the point here pretty well, um, that our, our pastor from years ago had talked about being sensing during a time of ministry that he was praying over someone for healing, and all of a sudden he sensed the Lord saying that he should skip around this person and be able to pray over them and then told them, prophesied over them, said, you're going to, when you hear the report that you've been healed, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it was cancer, that when you've been healed, that you're going to feel the ground shake around me or around you when you're, when you hear that report. And then some time passed. I don't know if it was a month or whatever it was. And this person, when the doctors come and speak to them and they're, they're in like, you know, hospital type of setting. You know, hospitals are built. I mean, you got tons of concrete everywhere and pretty strong buildings. Um, they felt they were given the news. You don't have any more cancer. You have been healed. And they literally felt like someone was prancing around them and they could sense that. And it sensed the presence of God very strongly in that moment. Now, how cool is that? You know, did he feel a little silly doing that? Yes. Yes, he did. He really wasn't. It was kind of one of those things where, you know, he wanted to obey and be able to bless the other person, release what God had rather than walk away from in disobedience, even though to other onlookers, it may have seemed just foolish. It may have seemed silly. That may have made no sense at all. But to the person who received that, the person who was prayed for, it made all the sense in the world and it spoke volumes to them. So don't beat yourself up if you've missed opportunities where you thought that God was asking you to serve Him in some capacity. Just repent. Ask His forgiveness. Go and share what God has given you. We live in a time where the prophetic is desperately needed. We live in a time where the love of God is desperately needed. And people should not be ashamed to carry the message of the Lord. The world around us needs the encouragement of the truth that God has. The world desperately needs it. 
I'm sure every one of us here could think of people in our lives or in our world that desperately need a touch from God. And I know we were in a moment in our family's lives and marriage years ago where we were uh, looking to to take on a move. Um, The job situation wasn't going well. And we were just asking people to pray for us on a particular Sunday. And all of a sudden, there was a woman who was praying and she started prophesying over us. And she said, I I see a house. I see a house. The Lord's going to bless you with a home. It's going to be a house with a white picket fence, and it's going to have furniture in it that you will like. And at that point in life, we had a lot of hand-me-downs. So that was kind of a cool thing. You know, think, hey, maybe someday we won't have all hand-me-downs. The Lord provided, so we just, you know, we're thankful for what we had. But the, the white picket fence stood out and we remembered that and about a year went by and all of a sudden as we started being at a place in a position where we could look for a house we my my wife had actually gone out and narrowed down to a few different houses because I was working and she had said I want you to see these houses and and let me know what you think and one of those homes had a white picket fence and when we walked on the property it could tell There's something connected with us and connected with the Lord. That's the house. That is the house. And so we we had confirmation, and that encouraged us and gave us that confirmation and strength to make the decision, this is what the Lord had for us. And it was really, really good. And we've actually been in that house almost 15 years now. So it's really, really, really exciting when you can experience things like that. Now, does it mean that's always going to be that dramatic? No. But you want to make sure that you're being obedient, you're delivering the message that God has given to you because it could be dramatic for the other people. And even if it takes a little time for that to happen, that's okay too. You know, we um, we were having small group at one point uh, in our home and we met in the living room and there was one of the guys was there and I felt led to pray for him and i started seeing this picture develop in my mind as i'm praying for him and it was like a degree from you know like a university started seeing this degree and this little placard and so i saw things happening around this person that seemed like he was giving directions to others and um, then i was hearing the word administration and I'm like, I hear administration. I feel like God's saying administration, like there's something he's doing. And so as I shared this, because um, I was trying to basically share what I felt the Lord was showing me and ask for any feedback then if it made sense. Because honestly, in that moment, I wasn't totally sure. I was going, okay, I want to be able to share this with you. I sense God is saying this. And all of a sudden they said, wow, that's, that's crazy. And I'm like, well, why is it crazy? Crazy good or crazy bad, <laughs> you know? And uh, I said, well, I've been um, asking God about going back to school and being able to become an administrator in the workplace and get an administrative degree. And I, I've been trying to take steps to make that happen, but I was a little uncertain as to whether or not that is exactly what I'm supposed to do. 
And so that word that helped bring confirmation and encouragement to them because I, I was able to just also hear the Lord telling me about them. Hey, look, I see you impacting others' lives because of this. And this is something he's taking and transitioning you into. And so it was it was exciting for them and exciting to be able to hear about what God was doing. You know, when we pay attention and we just walk around and we listen to what the Lord is doing, you never know what you're going to pick up or when you're going to pick it up. But if you desire to be obedient to God and you follow what He has given you, you may surprise yourself. And you may surprise the other people that you're around, too. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, does it mean it's always it's always going to come across um, super polished? No. Is it going to be effective? You know, if God is in it, God's behind it, it's going to impact and it's going to do exactly what he is, he is desired for it to do. Again, your responsibility is to deliver the message and be obedient in that. And once you release that, then it's hands off. Okay, God, let's, let's let you have this. So that's the exciting part is we just be a worthy, obedient ones to do that. Now, I can remember we were at a restaurant at one point and we had um, ate our meal. We were actually at the counter getting ready to pay the cashier for our meal. And I sense the Holy Spirit speaking to me. There was a young man working the cash register and just basically asked him because I was sensing that he was somehow connected with a youth group. And I asked him if he was a part of a youth group and he kind of shook his head like, I don't know you at all. Why are you asking me if I'm a part of a youth group? And I said, well, I just sense God wants me to encourage you that uh, he is going to use you as a leader in your youth group, that he has a calling for you to do work that is going to require you to be a leader and be a man of God. And he is going to help you to do those things. And there's going to be people in your life that are going to help mentor you so that you can step into the places God has for you. But a lot of it is going to start in your youth group. And his eyes just get really big. And he's like, oh, man, you know, (laughs) because it totally caught him off guard. Honestly, it caught me off guard, too. I didn't expect anything. You know, you're going up to pay for your bill and your meal and like, hey, thanks for the service. This was a good meal. And I even, you know, thankfully, my kids know because there's sometimes I'll tell them, hey, I need a minute. You know, they're like, okay, a minute and dad time could be like, you know, an hour later because he's going to go pray for somebody. But <laughs> but that's all right. And it's really neat, too, when your kids get involved and they, they uh, you know, share the heart of God for others because the compassion you see, it's meaningful. And there are times that we went around, and I remember going in as a small group and even as a family uh, into a nursing home and just doing things that we sensed God was calling us to do. Passing out valentines, praying for people, singing, just smiling and telling people that they matter. And sometimes those simple things and sometimes those things that we have to do out of obedience, God uses to lay a foundation. God uses that to lay a foundation to get us to where he has and he wants us to go. But we have to be obedient in the little things. And we have to be obedient in the things that God has asked us to do. There was a time where we served for, for multiple years, taking out the trash at church. Was it a glamorous ministry? No. 
Did you have any fancy title? Absolutely not. Was it necessary? Yeah. Did it impact others' lives? You betcha. The willingness to do the things that need to be done and do it joyfully make a big difference. And God is looking for people who are willing to do those things, to step up. And sometimes I know that it can be challenging, it can be difficult, but it can also be super exciting. And God is looking for people who are willing, who are willing to follow Him, who are willing to be obedient. So, all of that said, um, <laughs> I want to kind of take a moment and just pray. Um, Simon, actually, would you mind coming up here, bud, and just kind of playing a little bit in the background? That would be pretty cool. So we, we, I think this is our third time, third month doing this at the House of Prayer here for uh, doing a monthly thing. And we, we want to be able to share God's heart for people. I, I remember um, praying before we were the first time that we shared anything up here and just asking God, you know, God... Uh, give us direction. Help us to know what to say, what not to say. Help us to be able to just engage with the group that's there and help us to bring your presence everywhere we go. We want to bring your kingdom and we want to, we want to engage with people. We want to be able to connect. Um, and I want, I, <laughs> um, I want to be actually demonstrating what I was just talking about, kind of practice what you preach moment here. So, interestingly enough, I had prayed about um, doing this opportunity for the House of Prayer. And in that time, during one of those moments when I was praying, I heard a name. And um, the name, you know... Uh, I was like, okay, God, I'm not sure what you want me to do with that. but So I kind of put a pin in it, just kind of held on to it, right? And first meeting comes and goes. No connection. Second meeting comes and goes. No connection. Get to the point after the second meeting, I'm like, well, maybe it's just time to take a pin out of that and let it go. And then tonight happened. And I met a young man in the back of the room. And his name is Tim. And I don't know Tim from anybody. But Tim, I heard your name over two months ago. And so I want to take a moment... And I want to pray. Go ahead and play, Simon. I want to pray and ask if I can. I want to ask the Lord what He has for you. And if you're okay with it, I would just I want I want to share 
what I sense the Lord saying. So, Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you for tonight. We just thank you, Jesus, for coming and working in people's hearts and in people's lives. I thank you, Jesus, that you are king. I thank you, Lord, that you are in charge. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you, I know that you would not have planted that seed if you did not have a reason. If you did not have something that you wanted to speak, something that you wanted for a message to be delivered to Tim. So God, I just pray right now. Pray for your prophetic revelation. Pray, Heavenly Father, God, that you would speak. Lord, that you give me clarity to hear your voice. And for each of us here in this room, this is not just about me. I just want to say that. This is one of the things. I want I want you guys too that are out there. You know, it's funny because after the first time, um, and Derek said, hey, I'm going to put this out on Facebook Live and everything like that. And I thought, maybe Tim's out there in Facebook world, you know. And what's weird is I didn't have a piece with that, though. And so, you know, the second month comes and goes and, well, maybe Tim must be out in Facebook world and, you know, comes and goes. But here we are. It's the third time. And I think three is a pretty uh, important number in the Bible. <laughs> so, Father, I just pray right now that you would just speak to Tim's heart. Lord, I just ask as we we come right now, we're this family, Jesus, this family that you have, that Tim is a part of. I just ask you to come, Holy Spirit. Have your way. Have your way. Come, Holy Spirit, have your way. Tim, one of the things I sense is that there's there's been an obstacle in your way. There's been an obstacle. It's um, something that's bothered you, that you're like, man, God, I just want this thing removed. I just want this out of the way. And I believe that God is going to work to move that. To remove that actually uh, one of the things I was seeing was like this almost like a tree being cut down and that it was being a uh, as it was being cleared as it was being removed God was allowing you to see things a little bit further down the road God was showing you what he has that it's going to require you to step out but Tim God has put everything in you that you need to do what he's called you to do and I don't know why but I get the the sense there's been um, I don't know how all this connects so I'm just going to share some stuff that um, kind of seeing and hearing There's people that you you connect with and you speak into their lives and you don't realize how much of an impact you make when you speak. It's almost like a coach. And I don't know 
think there's been some people in your life that you've looked up to and that have been important to you and that have even poured into you. There's been times where you were asking God, you know, hey, so what do you want from me? What's my what's my role? And I, I think that there's been some moments that you've wrestled with God a bit too. There is a great person inside of you, Tim. There is a tremendous amount. God wants to be able to take and encourage you. That's why your name, your name specifically is who he brought to mind because God has plans for you. Your purpose and your destiny, you thought you had things figured out and you thought you kind of knew what you wanted to do in life. And I feel like God is saying, I've got plans, Tim. (laughs) And don't sell yourself short. There's a lot that's been poured into you. There's, you know what? (laughs) I sense that there's been some prayers prayed over you that you wouldn't even realize or wouldn't know by other family members um, generations before you. Almost see like grandmas and and people that would be praying and um, interceding for you because their desire was to see this boy come into manhood and to make a mark on the world. And I would encourage you that with some some guidance and some mentoring and some development of those things that God has put in you that you're not even sure what to do with yet. <laughs> And, and this this is too, guys, be encouraged. Um, so this is your family, right? It's with you. God has you guys together for a reason. It's not always been easy. But God has you together for a reason. And I think you see that. And I think your heart's desire is to let others see that. And your, your family, you love them. Yeah, there's times that they're a handful, but you love them, right? <laughs> and you're concerned for their well-being. But you know what that makes you, Tim? A good father. And you're concerned for their well-being. That's a good father. Do you do it all right? No. I don't need any confirmation from Mama in the back. That's all right. It's okay. It's all right. Ask my wife later. She'll say he doesn't do it all right either, so it's okay. We'll get along good, Tim. (laughs) But I sense God wants to just encourage you that, you know, the path and the plans that he has, there's purpose and there's destiny. And that, again, because of the connection that he's, he's given you guys, he's going to show you what to do with that. But he's going to show you during, 
It's like I said in the beginning that there's this tree being cleared out of the way because that needs to happen. So I don't know if there's something that you guys are praying for or asking for or something that you're desiring for God. I feel like there's something that you guys are desiring for God. So I just, I just, and guys, sometimes this is kind of how things play out. So I just, I literally want to go with this because there's, there's absolutely no reason God is going to just randomly tell me a name two months ago. Father, I pray for the life and the purpose and the destiny of Tim. I thank you, Jesus, for the calling. I thank you, Lord, for the prayers that have been answered, the prayers that were prayed over his life. Generations that went before him and sought to be able to see him achieve things that they may not have been able to and to be able to leave their mark and make make the connections and overcome. I hear overcome. Tim, you're an overcomer. You're an overcomer. The doubts about the past, the things in the past remain in the past. They've been forgiven. They've been washed by the blood. As you seek after God and you pour out your heart before Him, He receives it. And Father, I pray your blessing on Him. I pray that you would help him to see himself the way that you do. Sometimes you struggle with the identity of who am I really? And I just hear God saying, Tim, you're my son. And out of that, all of the things that you do in life, all of the roles that you play and all the the positions that you're in, God has ordained for you. And it's not for another Tim. It's for you, Tim. This is for you. God, I thank you that you would speak over his life. Lord, that you would pour into him. Lord, that you would mentor him. Lord Jesus, that you would direct him and guide him and help him in every way. And whatever that is that's that's been in the way, we just command it to go right now in Jesus' name. Remove that obstacle that is in the way over this family right now in Jesus' name. Over this man here before me, God. I thank you, Jesus, that you are speaking and you are working and moving in mighty ways. Lord, wash over him and renew him too. There are some things that you need to let go of that I believe God is going to show you and wants you to be able to just give to him. And when you do, that freedom that you are able to experience in that is going to help propel you to the things that he has for you even further. You step into that. And you walk out what God is calling you to do. And the Lord is going to encourage you along the way. But you got to keep plugged in to the things of God. You know, I've often heard it said that you can have a fire, you can have a campfire, and it's going to go and it's going to burn, it's going to continue to produce light. But you pull one of those logs out and you set it by itself, it's no longer connected to the rest. It soon fades. The direction and the connection that God has for you with the people 
He wants to surround you by others, surround you by strong believers, and continue to encourage you. Life is not easy. I'm assuming it's I'm assuming it's Timothy, actually. Is that correct? Okay. So I looked up what your name means. I don't know if you know what it means or not. Yes. Yes. It means honor honors God and then the other variation they had said honoring God. Um and I just felt like when I read that that God's really saying you live a life that honors him. That in the way you live, in the person you are, even in the name you have, you honor God. Um, and I just I feel it's twofold. I feel like it's in in who you are, that just who you are honors God, and that's it's in what what you do, what you, what you bring, that you are honoring Him, um, like that is purposeful, and that it's I don't want to say accidental, but it just kind of happens. <laughs> like I didn't mean to do that; it just it just does, and and I just feel like God is very blessed by that, by what you do, and just what who you are. It's good work. That's good. It's good. You know what it means too. <laughs> See, God, God knew you when you were being knit together. So that's the cool part. God had that established. For more messages like this one, please visit our online teaching library at gphop.org/teachings. If you found this free material helpful in your walk with God, please prayerfully consider a generous donation. To give, please visit gphop.org slash donate. That's gphop.org slash donate. Thank you, and may the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you today.